and boom goes the dynamite. Oh my God, that's a good pickle. Wait, are we go? Oh, it's Sunday. It's it's Sunday, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back for a brand new episode of The Boom, presented as always by the good people, the okay people, top 10 at Fight Game Media. Uh, I'm your host, James McDaniel, and we're here to talk AEW Revolution. Revolution just ended uh, about a half an hour ago. We're a little bit into the post-fight press conference. MJF has just left the stage. He's been replaced by Ricky Starks. We've now muted it because, let's be honest, MJF is going to be the main event now yeah, that yeah. CM Punk has departed the territory. Uh, Kevin, what, where where should we start? There's a lot to oh, talk gosh. about. I don't even know. Where There's to a start. lot I went to talk an about. Emotional roller coaster this evening. I mean, do we start at the top? Do we start at the bottom? There's so much. Do we start with the pickles? Who knows? Let's we'll just start with the pickles. Let's start with the pickles. Um, I'm assuming so, that everyone. I'm assuming that no one's actually listening to this to find out what happened. No, no. So absolutely we'll assume, not. We'll assume from Any, here on out that you've that you've at least aware of the results. Anyone listening to this has seen the entire show and probably the post fight press conference and is very well of the pickles. But are you aware of the honey mustard, which was never never dipped into? They did, never dipped did, into no them. pickles were dipped in the honey mustard. The honey mustard is, was until seconds ago was still sitting there in front of Ricky Stark. They appear to have been removed. Hmm. I'm guessing sent for MJF got to his locker room and realized there's not a goddamn there's not a goddamn tub of honey mustard, <laughs> mustard in sight. Where's my mustard? Clapped his exactly. hands twice and sent a lackey to fetch it. Yeah, word is they sent that kitty through the water on to fetch it. Yeah, <laughs> Titus is all elite now. Um, and yeah, he's, he he now works for AEW. Yeah, uh, well, for MJF in particular, he's the new. Um, um, what was that girl's name that was at NXT all those years? That was a big Bailey fan, and now she's like in the business. Uh, isn't that Aubrey name? Edwards? <laughs> I think you're talking about <laughs> Aubrey only, Edwards. If if only it was true. I'm pretty sure I've seen what a that story, story. That would be. Oh my God, Izzy. Izzy was her name. Is oh, her I name. see. I, I don't. Think I don't call that. I'm glad she's still yeah. alive. Sasha Banks made her cry and set her course in motion. Man, you never know. That's the thing. You don't know if it's a bad thing that Sasha Banks made you cry until you see where you are years later. That's true. Sasha Banks never made me cry, and look where I am. In the GD desert, <laughs> suffering here in, in no man's land in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'll say this. If you ever want a good hot dog or corn dog, Albuquerque's the way to go. For anything mm. else, keep on driving. Um. Yeah, keep on driving, kids. Brought to you by the Department of Tourism. That's exactly right. That's a good slogan. Okay, so let's start with this. Mm-hmm. Let's give the, the show a star rating. Oh, out of five? Like five? Out of five star, yeah. Dave Meltzer rating for Man. the entire show. Because there was a point in this show where I was thinking, mm-hmm. all these matches have been fine. But I don't think this show was worth my fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and um, I think that that changed somewhat as we got deeper into the night. But generally, very early on, I'm like, I'm so glad I bought this pay per view. I'm so glad I dropped my fifty dollars. And let's be honest, I had to feed me and pump it up too. That was another fifty. It's a hundred dollar night for me. Right. And I'm a cheap. My dad's from the depression. I'm cheap as shit, Kevin. Yeah. So this is a big, big outpouring of cash for me. Um, So where do you go on a five-star rating, which, of course, can go up to seven stars, as we know now. 
Right. So I'm not a, I don't like write down star ratings. So I don't, I wasn't like tracking. I'm not one of those, yeah, I'm not a spreadsheet guy like our friend Paul, but um, hmm, as of whole, as of I'm gonna whole, go, I'm going to go four and three quarter. Okay. That's solid. Maybe four and a half, but I'll, I'll bump it up. Recently, I'm going, you know, the, I'm going four and one quarter. Four and one quarter. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking four, four-star show, but I was like, I, I think it kind of got bumped a little up with the last couple of matches mm-hmm. and the pickles. Yeah. Even though the that pickles, was not part of the paper. I would have gone four and a half, but then the pickles. Knocked it up uh, to three quarters. That post-show promo. By That's Angie a quarter star. That's quarter a quarter star. star. Quarter star for me. For for real, though, everyone, it, it doesn't matter what you think of MJF or AEW. If somehow you're listening to this and you don't even listen to wrestling or watch wrestling, go to YouTube, look up AEW Revolution post-fight press conference, mm-hmm. watch the first 10 minutes with MJF. It's phenomenal. It's the MJF that we were hoping to always see. Yes, the exactly. M- the MJF that, that could carry a company, can be an all-timer talent, the guy who's who's building money feuds. Yeah. He, he talked up by talking down to every contender. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he said, he did. He even had a little backstory because he loves his backstories about why he tapped out Brian Danielson to the knee because some some dude had clipped him in his knee in a football game. Yeah, and he was you nagging, know nagging injury. He talked about he defended himself oh. against internet trolls who say mm-hmm. all he is is a talker. Yeah, and I'm glad he did because they're full of shit. He is a great wrestler. And when you break it down, like as a kid to an adult, when I broke down pro wrestling, to me, that there were three categories. Mm-hmm. There were three categories. There is in-ring ability. And I've said this on here before. There is your ability on the mic. And there's how good you look because you want someone who looks like a superstar. Unfortunately, there are people like Lex Luger. That was really all they had mm-hmm. was the, the look. MJF is five out of five on the mic. I believe he's five out of five in the ring. And as of tonight, he's like 4.8 out of five on body. He he is a total. He is the total package. Clearly the new Lex Luger, which you discussed. <laughs> the, new next, he dis- the new Lex Luger was not what I expected. That's right. That's right. But he discussed being the total package. Hey, I have a surprise here. Ooh, for you. what you got? You know, our friend Paul, we just mentioned him because we talked about rating the stars. I don't the stars. recall the name. You know, well, I'll introduce you. Okay. Uh, let's uh, bring him in here. Here he is. It's Paul Fontaine live from San Francisco who just experienced this match live in person. Oh, my God. Look at him. Still in the corridors of the arena. Oh, I'm, in the, I'm at the airport. Oh, oh you're at, at the, the airport. airport. You are, are you, a fast uh, man, Paul Fontaine. Uh, leaves in two hours. Oh, okay. I was going to say, don't make sure you don't miss your... Uh, Boarding call. No, no. As Paul, soon as we're done here, I'll go check in. Let's kick this off with Kevin and I just gave the overall show a Dave Meltzer star rating. Where do you put this? One to five stars, which can, of course, expand up to seven, depending whether or not the show is in the Tokyo Dome. Uh, I go four. Four. Okay. okay. I, the whole, I went the whole show. I went four and a quarter. Kevin went four and three quarters. I was just much, throwing the snowflakes. Oh wow! Out, man. I, I went. But, you know, it's, I it's agree with afterglow. you. Afterglow. 
I'm right there at four. Um, the post-fight press conference on YouTube, which you should pull up after you get checked in, with um, MJF talking pickles, is uh, that gave <laughs> it the extra it. quarter. You're going to love it. Gonna love my, uh, it. That gave it the extra Dean, quarter star. My, my friend Dean is here, hey. and he's been he's been following it and uh, filling me in. So uh, I heard all about the pickles, and he only rests. Why do you only wrestle once a month? Because I'm I'm not a mark. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Uh, There's so much there. Yeah. Oh, so. They're beginning the briefing. Oh, hinge health, hinge health, yeah, hinge health. Yeah, they're just talking yeah. about it. They've heard it too. Um, so for me, like I, I would have gone higher, but mm-hmm. I thought the um, the women's match and the um, the uh, what was the other one I didn't like. Um, the Wardlow, I think you the Wardlow like Joe, the Wardlow Joe, and then even Jericho even know Starks. Just... You know, I thought their TV match was better. Um, yeah. But but the good but stuff it... on this show was some of the best matches they've ever done. So, yeah. You know, like that main event was. I mean, I, if I not for it... Kenny Omega and, and Okada, that's the match of the year. I think yeah. it says a lot about AEW that to me this was one of their worst pay per views. But it was still a four-star pay-per-view. That's what I said. I, I was having an argument, and and Matt, he listens. I think he listens to your show. I know he listens to mine, and he thought it was one of their best shows ever. Really? And you know what? Like we're talking about great shows and comparing one to the other. Like, right. And I've probably made too big of a deal about it. I didn't want to like rain on his parade. He loved yeah. the show. Great. It was a great show. They're always great shows. Yeah. Yeah. The bad ones, like your least favorites are going to be great shows, and they're all going to have great wrestling. Absolutely. And And this show, the the, the key to this one, though, and I think why people that really liked it liked it is because it over-delivered. Big time. Yeah. People were talking You know what else? You know what else is a good point Uh, um, that uh, I think uh, when you do your show with Jeff, I'd love to hear his thoughts on this because he mentioned it that he thought this was the most important AEW show in their history so far because oh. of because of their need to establish a good direction know, sort of just re- yeah establish a clear direction with AEW stars and when yeah. I look at so let me list off the people who won tonight Ricky Starks Jungle Boy Jamie Hayter Hangman Page Wardlow The Guns Moxley and MJF. Every one of wow. them, other than Mox, is what you'd call wow. a quote original. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I, never, I, I didn't even put that. that together, but that's. And so you know in what? A way, I the think people, it was kind of a statement well, show. And the people that really, really like AEW, like my friend Matt, um, that's probably why they like this show so much subconsciously. Oh, wait. You, you know? Like, because yeah. the right people won. Like I can't. I just I don't said Mox one. I don't know why. Like I there said was that. no match on. Oh right. So everybody, everybody. Yeah. Like all the winners. Yeah. So and yeah. every. I think there's never. I don't know if there's ever been a a pay per view from them where I could say that I agreed with every single result. You know that I would have said going in yeah. like this is who should win, and yeah, and the, I agree. the right people won every match. So. You know. Especially with it's it's I I especially like the fact that. Many of us had been had had have been saying we thought the ass boys had the ti- had the titles to bring in FTR, and that's exactly what happened. And I'm glad they won, so we're gonna get this next. 
Okay, you know what? I've I changed my mind. It's four and a quarter now. <laughs> Knocked it up that quarter. You know what? <laughs> yeah, that you know all originals. That puts four star at least. Yeah. We're, We're starting to lose you a bit. Too. I think you like show better. Oh, are you? Okay, well, maybe I'll check because it's probably the Wi-Fi. But I wanted to check in with you guys and listen uh, when I when I get to it. But I definitely will listen. And uh, I'm glad you guys got a great show. Hopefully, Jeff will join you later. And uh, all right, thank you, thank you so right. much. We really no appreciate it, Paul. Thanks for checking in, Paul. No problem. Take care. Yeah. Right. It's nice meeting that guy. Seems yeah. like a good dude. <laughs> Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. He's a little prickly sometimes. A but... L- little robotic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But look, no, I like that he, he had the same re- he had the same reaction to FTR that, that we both did. That was the highlight of the show for me was FTR mm-hmm. coming out. And I like yeah. the fact they said they basically insinuated they'd sign new contracts. They didn't say it, but that yeah. was a heavy insinuation that they are back for a while now. They're not going to WWE. Yeah. Um, which that was the big criticism this week of um from Dave Melcher that I saw, which is all the starting with MJF, all the work shoots and stuff about people being upset yeah. with AEW and leaving. Yeah. And that's really making that's really turning off a lot of fans. I've got a yeah. really good friend who quit watching because he's tired of all that. Yeah. He I'm quit watching because he's like, This is WCW bullshit. Yep, yep. And it feels like WCW bullshit. And of course that's alluding to is FTR going anywhere? Is CM right. Punk coming back? Oh. Is uh oh Eddie Kingston's quitting AEW on the air to go, I guess, to ROH. Right. After um, he already appeared on ROH. Yeah, it's <laughs> way too much of that. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm tired of it too. And hopefully hopefully Dax doesn't go on his podcast this week and say that they're still not signed or some crap like that. Can you imagine? That would knock this down to a three seven five hundred percent. I will say he did tweet tonight. We're not done. That was the only thing he, he tweeted. So hopefully that just means all that stuff's yeah, done. And that's and, we uh, can announce it now. We're not yeah. done. We're back. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about the overall pay per view. Mm-hmm. Seems like we're all pretty much in the fours on this. Sounds like we're on the same page. Um, let's start at the top and work down. All right. You know what? I'd rather start at the bottom, but I think I'm the only one in, in on the planet that would prefer to do that. But <laughs> but before we do that, we're 15 minutes in. If anybody's got $5 laying around, and I don't know if you do, if you just paid $100 to watch this show and eat some food and get your dog some pulled pork from a really nice restaurant because she won't eat anything, and she barely touched the pulled pork. Just saying, if you got $5 left in your pocket, I hope you consider checking out patreon.com slash fight game media for extra shows and extended content from everyone here at fight game media. Also, you might want to know about the discord. Why are we talking about a discord? Because fight game media got kicked off from Facebook. We got removed completely from Facebook. <laughs> Kevin, the, the group didn't get removed. The group's still there. What? So, so what happened? It's still there. Garrett, our boss. Oh, that's there. right. Yeah, that's right. Listen, people, we've got the most dangerous boss in combat sports. He is so dangerous to the thoughts and minds of America's youth. He was just completely disappeared from Facebook, never to return. So we've had to start it. That's right. 
Oh, he, he didn't get shadow banned. He got straight up banned, my friend. And uh, so now if you want to be a part of this brand new secret pirate radio discord, email GG at fightgamemedia.com. That's double G at fightgamemedia.com to be a part of this revolution. The revolution that is fight game media. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we're bringing pickles. We're bringing pickles um, and honey mustard. Oh, oh, that's exactly right. I don't know what what those two things create together, and I'm frankly terrified to know. You're over there eating yellow cake. Do you know what you can cake. do? Do you know what you can do with yellow cake? Like, don't whatever you do, don't drop it. Don't drop that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, also, check out our YouTube. Um, lots of clips there. Fight Game Media's YouTube channel, and every Sunday, check out the Power Bombshells. Um, two really good friends of Kevin and I. They put on a great show. They're a lot of fun. You definitely want to check that show out live every Sunday. And um, I hate that I missed it today, but I slept. I slept way in today, way in. I think I might have woken up after the show was over. Good. You needed it. I really needed it. I mean, look look at me. Look at me. I know the people listening can't see me. My head's expanding. My eyes are getting smaller. Wrinkles. (laughs) I look like I'm 70 damn years old here, Kevin. Jesus, I don't know what's happening. Conan O'Brien warned me, though. He said all Irishmen's heads start expanding once they hit 35. I adjusted that that age, though, for purposes. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so the World Championship Ironman match, MJF versus Brian Danielson. Yeah. Boy, where do we start? Well, I'll say this. Um, One hour was not enough for these two men. They're so good, so determined. One hour was not enough. The entire match went about an hour and seven minutes. Shocker of shockers. MJF cheated. He tried to use the dynamite diamond ring. Bryce Remsburg's too smart for that. He caught that and removed it about eight minutes after he put it on his finger. And then uh, MJF used a, a, a giant metal, not giant, it was, it was mid-sized, a mid-sized, mid-sized container of air, Yes, uh, a metal container. It was brilliant. He was outside the ring. Uh, he, he was waiting for him, for uh, Brian Danson to crawl over. He did so, knocked him out. And still took a little more after that, but he eventually got the submission. Okay. How, so were there any points that you thought Brian Danielson was going to win? There were. I absolutely thought Brian, and I thought he shouldn't win, but I thought he was going to win, and that's yeah. great storytelling. There's probably three. Four, I'd have to go back and add them up, but there's probably three, yeah. four, five points where I thought, oh, my God, he's going to do it. Even to the very last, when he yeah. when he uh, woke up after the, um, not, I was going to say fire extinguisher, but the oxygen tank <laughs> shot. Uh, yeah, I thought that was brilliant. The The way that they worked the oxygen in, uh, at uh, at the end of sixty minutes, yeah. and they start giving MJF air. They're bringing in ice, bringing and they're bringing in, in oxygen, yeah. like said, and then Chekhov's oxygen to- tank. And I love that that Tony Khan calls Tony Shivani. Then Tony Shivani yeah. has to. I was. It was funny was to me. That he had to walk like, all the way like down eight, to the ring. There's like eight dudes with headsets on, and Tony's yeah. the only one who can hear. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, but he's a, he's he, a he close great, confidant. He t- he is a close confidant, right hand man. He took that's right. A, he uh, he took great delight in taking that call too. Like he, he was pretty would, pleased. Would Would you care to describe what you see on your on your computer right now on the press conference? Um, at the moment, I see a big frat boy sitting next to Tony Khan with a title belt, 
in yeah. the giant inflatable yes ring. gold ring. He he yeah. won not only the title but also well Hobbs has... showed up with it. Did you oh, I yeah. didn't see Hobbs show up. I was like, I how did he get the ring? The, while you're doing the plug, uh, Hobbs showed up and gave him the ring and said he was cashing it in on Wednesday. Yeah, I basically black out during the plugs. I don't know what's happening. Um, <laughs> go autopilot. Yeah. By the way, for anybody that's familiar with any of these things I'm about to say, Tony Khan tonight is dressed like the monkey who is lost in an airport, dressed like Margot Tenenbaum from the Royal Tenenbaums. He's not dressed like Margot Tenenbaum. He's dressed like the monkey dressed as Margot Tenenbaum. And he uh, looks fantastic. My, uh, By the way, my younger daughter and uh, wife Holly just watched the Royal Tenenbaums for the first time. What did they think? Did they hate it? Um, Harriet really liked it. Okay. She was a little disturbed by the um, suicide sibling, scene. The, the, well, just the whole relationship oh, there. I got you. Well, they're not related. And, not by and, blood. Right. Not by blood, but it was still. Not by blood. And um, uh, hated, hated, hated Royal Tenenbaum. Really? Yes. You like, know. Hated, hated, hated Gene Hackman. Like. I, I Holly hated. Said, Holly said that she would just like. Whenever he would do something, she would just be like, oh, my gosh, I hate him. Like <laughs> he was I think he was phenomenal. He was so good in that movie. Yeah, I hated I hated Gene Hackman since 1980 when I was three years old watching Superman. Oh, I yeah. hated him so much because he was like Luther. He was a bad yeah. guy. Yeah, I didn't. Fantastic. I hated Australia. his I hated his face. Yeah. From 1980 to 2000, mm-hmm. and I believe one, when I saw that movie, and I was like, he is a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Like, I never <laughs> understood what a phenomenal actor he was. But yeah. nobody here gives a living shit about the Royal Tenenbaums. Um, yeah, so uh, Tony Schiavone conveyed the message, mm-hmm. sudden death. We're going to sudden death. Yeah. And... Um, and, and it was even better so after that. that it was, yeah, that that it's like that was kind of risky. I feel like because I think a lot of people, I don't know, in the Discord, people were chatting about it. Of like, um, you know, the most famous Iron Man is the Brett and Sean, and that went to sudden death, and they, you know, they did a sudden death finish. And so it's a lot of, um, it's something you would almost kind of expect, almost. But I need at the to same rewatch time, that, at that one. point. That crowd was, I mean, everybody livid. Was they were yeah. livid, and they were in the palm of those people's hands. Yeah, like, I mean, like that crowd was there for everything. You know, I would, um, I would love. I, listen, I do not have clear memories of that Iron Man. I've seen a lot of matches with those two. So I need to rewatch it, but I would love to know people with much clearer memories than me, which is literally everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, hit me up on Twitter, on the Discord, which I'll never see. Um, I am in the Discord. It's just when Discord I go, when, I'm not a Discord guy. I have Discord. I've had Discord. Mm-hmm. But when I log into Discord, there are 13,000 new messages. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm leaving. You got to spend some time. Yeah, curious. so I was very resistant to it, but, uh, but yeah, I'm sorry, I got you sidetracked. Um, no, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Facebook. We kind of have a legacy group now on Facebook, um, mm-hmm. that's keeping yeah, people from there. the group together that don't want to leave Facebook. Yeah, um, and I would love to know what you guys think of this match in relation 
to the Brett Sean match. Um, as in, I, I don't, I have no idea if one is better than the other, but I would love to know what comparison, what you think of them. I, I'll tell you what I think. I think this was the best Iron Man match I've ever seen. Wow. You know, we, we say that a lot in AEW. This is the That's best. This, they That's put true. on a lot of, it's one of the, one thing I was thinking about coming into this weekend and coming into talking on the boom. And I wasn't sure if we were going to do a, a separate boom and like one for the right. pay-per-view and one other. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I was thinking was every complaint I had coming into revolution was storyline based. But in the end, what we and most people that watch AW tune in for is the wrestling mm-hmm. storyline is a great thing to have with the match. But in the end, one thing I was going to say is while, while we are missing some valuable storyline for this show, particularly with house of black versus the young bucks versus the elite it was like, it's the match I've been wanting to see. I've been wanting to see this one. We've been talking about this one for six months. It feels like yeah, on yeah. this show is house of black versus the elite. And we finally got it. Did it have the yep. story, the build we wanted? Absolutely not. No. But we got it. Yeah. We got what we wanted to see. And it was great. I thought it was and fantastic. It was, it was so good. So do you want to see more of it? Like, I do, but I don't think we're going to for okay. some reason. That's what I'm wondering. I is it? I I saw this and I was like, it's too bad they blew the best of seven. Yeah, with, the, <laughs> with them because I, you know, I'd go at least for a two out of three with this crew. I mean, there's so many, you know, there's Just, so many little stories to tell. You know, uh, you know, w- w- with Malachi and you know, I love that they gave, uh, they let Buddy Murphy, Buddy Murphy, Kenny Omega clone. With he Kenny looked Omega. so good in this match. Yeah, but also Brody King looked phenomenal in this match. Yeah. Yeah. I love Brody King with the face paint going yeah. into the beard. I just loved every part of this match. Um, I had one totally minor complaint that I'm not even going to express because it's so minor. Maybe I'll I'll tell you off air. Okay. You know what? I'll complain about it right now. Okay. I knew I knew if I just wait a second. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You waited me out. You waited me out. <laughs> It's the tiniest thing. It is the stupidest thing. Mm-hmm. But I was watching the House of Black in the corner when they weren't in the ring. Mm-hmm. And they they acted like everybody else in, in wrestling when they're oh, not in the yeah. ring. I and I was yeah. like, they should be more stoic and menacing. Yes. When they're outside of the ring. They're breaking they're like, character. I mean, I, yeah. They, yeah. They were in, a, in the they tiniest were way. They were not on. If you were in South Louisiana, you'd say they did it in the titaniest little way. Um <laughs> Yeah, like they weren't in their characters fully I got during you. those seconds, and it's so stupid to even yeah. worry about. Yeah. But it's just something I noticed, like because these are terrifying men. These are men that when they pop up, you're shitting yourself. You're right. you're peeing yeah. your pants, right? And then they're like, "Tag me in, boy. Tag me in, buddy. Tag me yeah. in." Yeah, like shaking their hands, shaking their arms. Either way, but that was super tiny. I loved that match a lot. We did not get we did not get the spot that we that we demanded though. Which of, spot? Uh, oh no, we Julia didn't. Hart spitting the mist and Brandon Cutler negating it with the was was uh, Brandon even? Was I don't Brandon think he was even there. there. I think they did. Man. They just come down by themselves. This is when I was having technical problems. Well, it's like they live an hour away or something, or four, let's say six hours away max. Right. Like Brandon's their driver. Maybe Brandon's under the weather. Who knows? But um, maybe 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 we'll maybe get a rematch and we'll get that. That's probably why they, they lost have the secret ingredient. 
No, I didn't listen. I didn't see Brandon Cutler. I didn't see um, Michael Nakazawa. Oh gosh. Um, I did see. Let me. Um, so I was going to get my food before the show, and I knew I was going to get home like five minutes into into the pre-show, into the buy-in, and so I put it on my phone, put it on my dash, and I'm watching it. And the first thing I see, the first thing I see, is Renee Paquette talking to Don Callis. With mm-hmm. like the stadium behind them, all the people behind them, and I realized yeah, I didn't this look. See that, yeah. I realized it looked exactly like WWE pre-show, mm. and it looked phenomenal. And mm-hmm. like I'm, that's not a criticism. It looked phenomenal. There's a lot on the pre-show. I'm going to criticize. I'm going to rip it to shreds. <laughs> but everything with Renee was phenomenal. Yeah, I so I don't know. Should I get into my story? <laughs> yes. I think okay. we should. Listen, so I missed the pre-show. Uh, before we even start there, let's start yeah. a little, like maybe an hour before, maybe okay, two hours on, before. I need some more cake before I start talking about this. Get your cake, man. A couple hours before, I went to um, BleacherReport.com, yeah. and I clicked Buy AEW Revolution. Mm-hmm. And that took me to 404 era our error, this site does not exist. This page does not exist. So then I hit back and I went to another, pl- and I went to AEW. Then I went to buy pay per view. Mm-hmm. 404 error, this page does not exist. Mm. And I expressed my concern to you. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not going to have troubles here. Yep. Yep. So then I just walked over to my, my TV and I got on Roku and I bought it and easy as pie. I expected a lot of problems, smooth as silk. You, on the other hand, things went a bit differently. Yeah, so I have a Fire TV, mm. and uh, typically it does fine. And a lot of people complain about Bleacher Report. I've only once had issues, and it was, I think, the very first time they did a Bleacher Report. It was that one where they sent it. Where everybody by. had issues. Yeah, everyone yeah. had issues. I remember Dave Meltzer didn't get into that one, I think, for an yeah. hour. Right. But typically, I'm actually okay. And... So it's tied to my Amazon account so I can use Amazon coins, which saves me money. Ooh. And so I went this afternoon, I went to go buy it and I clicked buy and it went through totally fine. Just like it always does. I'm like, great. I'll yeah. come back in two hours, watch the show. No problem. Come back at six Oh five, my time, which is right into the pre-show. And I go to hit, uh, play and it shows a player screen for about half a second and then goes to a alt screen with a thing that says we are experiencing technical difficulties and are actively trying to solve them. Please try again later. And That's like, terrifying. Okay, the show is starting. What do I do? And so I keep trying to load it. No. Okay. Well, maybe it's the app. I'll go check. Do I need to update the app? No. App's updated. Do I need to update the TV? No. App's updated. Or the TV's updated. I uh, restart my Wi-Fi, restart the TV, unplug the TV, uh, put it back in, delete the BR app, and reinstall it. That's a good move. I think it's a solid move. Clicked in, showed that I bought the show. Same message. Same message. I'm like, crap, what am I doing? This pre-show is happening right now. So I pull up. I said, well, pull up on my laptop while I'm saw. So Mm -hmm. I pull up on the laptop, shows that I'm signed in. I go in to the browser, the little player pops up. It says you're in and I can hear it. I can hear the match happening with the Lucha bros and 
Mark Briscoe mm-hmm. and, but the screen is black. So oh think, no. Okay, well, do I have some like, uh, I don't have a monitor plugged into it. Cause sometimes that'll happen, you know, where it disables mm-hmm. it. I'm not recording anything. So I'm like, well, I've got try a different browser, try a different browser. Same thing. Black screen can hear it. Still try a third browser, turn off my ad blockers, like all the, all the things. Yep. Now the show's starting. Uh, uh restart my uh, laptop, restart my laptop. Finally, it comes up on, uh, it finally comes up on the laptop and I'm able to watch on the laptop, but you've never really seen me angry. I'm not an angry person. No, you're one of the calmest people I know. And you're a very calming person to talk to two things that get me really upset when I pick up to go orders and come home and the order's wrong. Yes. And I've already left the restaurant and customer service issues on technical things like technical chat. Those are very fair. So I open it as your two things. I hope I see a little button on the bleach report website. It says chat. So I open the chat and I said, this is what's happening. So sorry. That's happening. Please try uh, turning your TV off and turning it back on and try it. Like they walk me through. They legitimately said, please turn it off and on. Well, again. turn out like restart the apps. What they said. Then they said, check for an update. Yeah. I said, I did. They said, check your TV. Da, da. Then they just said, we'll keep trying it every 15 minutes. And so they're like, you know, did this resolve your issue? I said, no. And then they're like, okay, well just do that. And I go, I've been doing that for an hour. It's still not working. And they're like, do you need anything else? And I'm like, yes, I need you to fix my problem. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I am not leaving this chat until you fixed it. And then 15 minutes go by and I go, I just tried it again. It hasn't worked. Are you still there? And they're like, yes, we have done everything we can. And I'm like, well, I'm not leaving Look, this chat. You clearly haven't because it doesn't work. Finally, and I paid you $50. Right. And I said, I want to watch the show that I paid for. And finally they said, we have done everything we can. And they ended the chat. Wow. Wow. And finally, this is, we're into like the second match already. We're in jungle mm-hmm. boy match now. Right. <clears throat> and finally it occurred to me that I have a Roku in the other room. And I remember that you said you had no problems with the Roku. So I went and behind the TV in the living room and pulled it all out and rewired it and brought it in hooked it up to my thing and got it all hooked up. Played perfectly. Totally fine. The rest of the show. Shout out to Roku. Yeah. Shout out to Roku. Wow. That is. So I was in a foul mood. I bet you were, man. the show. Did, did the last of the foul mood dissipate when FTR came out? Yes. That moment. It was all. Was that it? Was lifted. It was when yeah. my friends FTR showed up to cheer me up. <laughs> you know, I think Dax is back there in catering and they were like, you know, we were going to save this till dynamite. But, but I saw Kevin's Kevin. Twitter where he tagged where he tagged Bleacher Report, AEW, Bleacher Report Wrestling, and Tony Khan to tell them he was not able to watch the show. <laughs> Let's give him a little something to cheer him up. Yeah. Our boy needs us right now. Our I'm boy needs literally, us. I'm going to Twitter right now to uh, like and retweet this, uh, this message here. Let's see. I have not actually been on. So for years, Kevin, I was heavily involved in social media. Yes. And I was always trying to get more followers and I was always on social media 
if for some reason now that my job is social media full time, mm-hmm. I don't ever get on social media. Like really, the entirety of my social media life is Twitter, is Instagram stories, and mm-hmm. nothing else. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Let's get this out there. You need more people seeing this. All right. Um, so Tony did not respond to me, by the way. Tony Khan did not respond yet. Yet. Um, so we're bouncing around a little. Yeah. So you thought this was the, you thought this was the best Iron Man match you've ever seen. I am with you in that. I don't think I've seen a better one. This was an excellent match. Uh, I think we mentioned MJF looked like a million bucks, the best physical yeah, he shape he's ever been in. And I really don't think I think anybody that doesn't think MJF is a phenomenal rest pro wrestler is insane. Yeah. I mean, and that was one but of the things that, I was saying. I've always thought he was good. I've always thought yeah. he was really good. But he showed a lot of new stuff tonight. Yeah, he did. Like I think this match meant a lot to him. Yeah. In showing what he can do and showing he can go, he can hang with Brian Danielson. That he is as good as Brian Danielson. And yeah. I think he showed I, I don't want to get in an argument over is is he as good as Brian Danielson because I know those arguments would come. But um, he looked as good as Brian Danielson tonight to me. He did tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Tonight. He hung tonight. with him. He hung with him. Uh, and he is a phenomenal showman. Yes. Um, he sold so well. He sold his knee like he'd been shot with a sniper rifle in his knee mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. of the night. By the way, last five, six minutes of the match before the extended time of the actual hour. Yes, yes. They were they were landing elbows on each other oh that looked gosh. like a million bucks. They looked yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, there were so many. There's so, you know, sometimes uh my other daughter, uh my older daughter will um watch with me. Late she's mm-hmm. been watching more and more. And the only people she really cares about are uh, MJF and kind of Ricky Starks. Okay. So Friday, she'd watched a little Rampage with me, which was a nothing show. Yeah. And she saw the promo. Well, you mentioned it was Rampage, so. Yeah, that's true. This is extra. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she she saw the uh, promo for MJF and Brian Danielson, and she's like, oh, that's that's your favorite wrestler of all time, isn't it? And I said, yeah. And she goes, oh, and that's that's my guy. And I said, yeah. She said, they're going to fight. She said, yeah. I was like, can I watch it with you? And I was like, yeah. Yes. And so tonight she had to finish her homework and she did came in about five minutes in, watched the entire match with me. Wow. And was into it. She was captivated. She was. And a lot of it was makes me so happy. It was, it was like, it felt very realistic to her. Right. She knew it wasn't. And she was, and that's the whole point. Yeah. She was asking, he did that made in Japan move where he tucks Mm -hmm. Brian Danielson's head under uh, as he's slamming him down and like his head barely cleared the mat, you know, she's like, how does yeah. he even, you know, how did he even do that? And I was like, I don't yeah. know. I'm not <laughs> sure don't, if he did. Yeah. I'm not sure if he did. Uh, you yeah, know what? Very, very into it. I'm going to bring, since we've been jumping around, I'm going to jump around again here because this ties into it. So I missed the first two minutes of the pre-show mm-hmm. and my buddy calls me and he's like, bro, I'm going to give you a scenario. Let's say you're a lifelong wrestling fan and your girlfriend, you talk your girlfriend into watching the pay-per-view with you and you tune into the pre-show 
to get her hyped up. And the first thing you see yeah. is a man in denim who's not talking and a demon in a pink dress. <laughs> I did not see Danhausen in this pink dress, but I think there's a lot of men whose wives, girlfriends, or daughters <laughs> might have left. Yeah. And I think they should rethink how they do the pre-shows mm -hmm. in this, like the hardcores are going to watch. Mm -hmm. The pre-show should be designed for casuals. Yeah. Renee Paquette did an amazing job. Yeah. And the match on the pre-show was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. And there were people in that match that I thought were good choices. As in maybe a wife or daughter or girlfriend might be more likely to keep watching if yeah. they see Josh Woods and um, what's his name? Um, the prime athlete, whatever his name is. Tony Nese. Tony Nese, the man who is in 0% body fat. Right. Um, but maybe 1% because I think MGF was more ripped than him. Oh, listen. No, he was. He absolutely was more ripped. They worked that into the introduction, the 0% body fat. Um. RJ City was a was was a damned fool. They went between <laughs> Renee Paquette doing serious interviews with people yeah. and mm -hmm. RJ City trying to be yeah. a comedian with people. Yes. Yes. And I thought it was foolish. I yeah. thought if you're just gonna have a if you're gonna do this, have Dan Housen in the pink dress interview people. Right. That would be better. I would enjoy that yeah. more. Not RJ City yeah. literally making dick jokes right with yes. will hobbs with will hobbs yeah i'm sure you've heard yes. about that or seen that by now i did hear that i heard it i don't think Which that's the way more yeah i just i don't think that's the way to do your pre-show but that's no just and me. i'm a fan that's of rj city like i yes I, I think we've both enjoyed uh hate you yeah uh, he does he YouTube does before. a fine job there because that's his show right but the thing is on this he doesn't no. Renee Paquette was telling the stories of the wrestlers. Yes. He was trying to make comedy yes. based around himself. Yeah. And that's and that's a that's the big difference. And that's why he's good on AEW. Right. But he wasn't good on this. Yeah. And I, I just, think he could do a talking, good job. Right. He could do he, a good job. He could. He could. Someone had that conversation with him. He uh, uh as you were talking about it, I I queued up the pre-show just and turned it off with the sound off just to see. And like, they are doing such a great job of making that look like a big sports event. It like looks the, amazing. And that's that. They new, started that's the out new guy. Like a, they started out with a big shot of the outside of all the fans going into the chase center, you know, amazing shot. You're right. That shot of uh Renee in the crowd is awesome. Yeah. Uh, very and, cool. And, but yeah, you're right. And then, and then I haven't seen RJ the city with, Dan Housen with his uh, is he wearing Homer a pink Simpson dress? Moo -moo. He's wearing the Homer Simpson moo moo <laughs> with, the, with the flower and like a white kangle. I personally love it, but I don't think that's how you want to start no. selling no, right. the show. Yes. I personally adore that, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, you know what I'm gonna I, and I see right what now. they were doing where he's coming out like that to you know be as silly as possible so that when they did the entrance, you know, they're both dressed in matching black, which anytime I tag, I liked that. It was out, special. Like, yeah, it was special. You got to like that. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Like that should have been a mix between Renee and Tony Schiavone. 
um, you know, throwing it back to each other. They, they, they need to treat that like big sports events. Yeah, they and should. And there's still and, room for a Danhausen or whatever, but now I'm yes. like going through and it's, it's Renee talking to Don Callis. And that and looks and like, awesome. Yes. It looks phenomenal. And Don was excellent. Don knows what he's doing. Yeah. That was the best part of the pre-show right there. Yeah. And but, I loved how they, I love how she really, like I only saw the ones that were after the match. So the one she did with Brit and uh, right. a couple others. But I love that they felt like real interviews. Yes. You know, they felt like talking smack or whatever back in the day when they could really like sort of free, you know, freestyle about like, you know, not just, you know, they're asking, which, which I guess this paid off later, but like, you know, she's asking Britt Baker about what match are you looking forward to on the show besides Jamie's, you know, and she's talking about, um, you know, being in, you know, she starts talking about MJF. Yeah. And, you know, the yeah. show, which, which we find out later could be, you know, setting up Adam Cole as a challenger, but, um, I like, by the way, I found I found the shot of RJ City, Orange Cassidy, and Danhausen. Yeah, <laughs> and I think what I love the most about this is Danhausen's white, like schoolboy, not schoolboy yeah. cap, like the right cab driver hat yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the, it's insinuating this is his street clothes. This is his casual wear off the street right. before he gets into his ring gear. Right, but again, that's not selling your daughter. And then going back. Did the blood bother your daughter in the main event? Uh, yes. Yes. It did. So she did that actually, cause concern for the wrestlers or did it make her want to walk away? Uh, it checked her out a little bit because okay. she understands what they're doing. I've told her how it works. Right. Um, but when at, earlier when she came in uh, and like when I got the TV finally set up where it was on the TV. Was it and I wasn't watching my laptop anymore was uh-huh. when the death match started. <laughs> and, and so she comes in and is like, Oh great. You got on the TV. We can watch. And I'm like, no, you're not allowed. No. Not I do this not. One. And I literally said, I don't want you to see this. And she was like, and then she, <laughs> and then she looked at the TV and saw John Moxley coming to the ring and said, Oh, it's that guy. And he left. <laughs> They did. Let's transition to that then. Okay, great. Um, but she she basically did stay engrossed for the whole match, though the main for event. the Iron Man. Yeah, so she for was into Man. it. But when okay. it it wasn't so much when Brian did, but when MJF bled, he uh-huh. hit a gusher. Yes, he and, did. And she literally was like, she reacted to it a lot of the same way I did, and probably it's just because mm. she heard me react that way. Is like, mm. oh, I just oh, you're gonna do the blood now, like. Yeah, she was like, "Do you have? Do they have to do that?" And I was like, "Well, you know, yeah." And it's late, you know. And so she was like, mess, She was like messing with stuff, like she was like curling her hair and stuff, and mm. and okay, so she she sort of like checked out a little bit, but then at the end, when it you know when it really kicked back into gear, she was way into it. What was her take at the very end? When what was her take when it was a draw? Was she upset that it was a draw? Uh, she was more like, is that allowed? <laughs> like, is that it? Okay. I like that. I like that. And I said, well, I'll just wait. We'll see. Yeah. And then when she saw Tony come down, she's like, oh, it's, you know, when so, I, yeah, it, it all worked. When I saw the, the match, I saw when the match was starting, I was like, okay, this is going to start in five minutes. 
because yeah. I knew it was going to start like a, a, a an even time. And I'm like, this is going to end in one hour. Right. That is going to be at like, I don't remember the time, not something 40, 940, yes. 1040, whatever. Right, right, right. It's like we got 20 extra 20 minutes. minutes. Something's yeah. going to happen. And I told you that. I told my buddy that. My buddy's like, it's going to end in a draw. Yeah. He's like, it's going to end in a draw, and they're going to extend the time. And I was thinking more somebody's going to come out, something like that afterwards. And he was right. And that's the only downside, I think, to like knowing this is going to be an hour Yeah, is I couldn't stop my brain from working that out really quickly. There's going to right. be an extra 20 minutes. But it was fantastic. Um, and it was hard not to go full conspiracy theory. Yeah. What they're going to do. Because you're thinking if that they're leaving that much time. Yeah. It's got to be it's a long big. time. Something right. big like CM Punk. I had to say the name. I know. Um, okay, so let's go down to Moxley versus Hangman, Texas Death Match. Kevin, putting you on the spot. Was this the best Texas Death Match you've ever seen? <laughs> Man, it was a good. It was a good match. And listen, yeah. there's not a lot that makes me cringe, mm-hmm. and I didn't expect to cringe at this. <clears throat> Yeah, but my God, as in certain things will like I have Tourette's and most people don't realize it. Certain things will set my Tourette's off mm-hmm. things, knee things, knee injuries, eyeball injuries generally. And I can now add to that someone's hand being crushed in between two bricks while a grown man jumps on top of the brick on top of the man's hand, which is trapped on top of another brick. Yeah. Oh, that got me, man. I've never seen that in wrestling. Yeah. That was brand new. Um, that meant way more to me than the barbed wire because I always see yeah. the barbed wire. It meant more to me yeah. than the blood because I always see the blood. Yep. Yep. And I think that's it's hard. I don't I'm not sure how I feel about this match. Like I I it was a very epic story. It's not your I think preference. It had the of right matches. ending. It's not my preference of matches, and a lot of it's because that kind of like barbed wire means I just barbed wire doesn't mean anything to me. In, right. You know, it, well, it's a it's a lot of pain for like a not a lot of yeah you know return on me and so and I a lit- lot of people do barbed wire wrap their arms in barbed wire I just think like you're being an idiot <laughs> and I think I think a lot of people get angry at Tony Khan for being obsessed with barbed wire and Tony Khan's not obsessed with barbed wire John Moxley's obsessed with barbed John wire. John Moxley's obsessed with barbed wire. Yeah. Tony Khan lets his stars do what they want, and John yeah. Moxley is a CZW guy. Uh-huh. And this is what he wants to do. Yeah. This is what he, he wants mad. to do. So I saw someone post that, the, that he was probably mad he couldn't work the uh, GCW show this weekend. So he's. <laughs> you bet he was. Decided to bring GCW to AEW. <laughs> and I, li- I liked the story of it in that yeah. Hangman had to go, like they said, Hangman had to go into the dark alley. And be the guy who came out. And I like that story. We, I thought Hangman killed it in this match. I think it was awesome. I thought yeah. the new entrance for him was incredible, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the riders in the sky. I, hope, I don't know if that's temporary or what, but, and, uh, you know, like, we got Mox made him, you know, like Mox, yeah. Mox put him over for real. Blood, sweat, and tears he gave to put yeah. Hangman Page over. Feel like we, I'd be remiss not bringing up. We had a couple of, um, of phenomenal promos this week, including a, ble- yes. a, a heavily bleeding John Moxley on a staircase. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming he fell or something on the way to the promo. Is why he was bleeding. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's because Hangman did. It's because Hangman did. Uh... I know. Oh, okay. I know. Sorry. But uh, 
I didn't know. I mean, listen, people have a lot of problems trying to eat pudding and things in catering right. and AEW. You never, you never know what's going to happen. But he basically said, Hangman's a great wrestler, maybe a better re- – I can't remember exactly. You're, better wrestler you're, than me, you're better a great, man you're than a, me. You're a great wrestler, and you might even be a great man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you don't, was it, you don't have the animal not, in me. You're not the same your, animal as me, yeah. Same animal as me, exactly. That was a great promo. That was, that was a, a great fantastic. promo. The other one, of course, I loved, and we can get into that later, was the Mark yes. Briscoe promo that I absolutely adored. Um, yes. We'll get to that. But um, let's see. Barbed wire was already set up before the matches. I love that you made a note of that. Yeah. Um, Were you surprised oh, by the submission? Did I was. Catch, I was really ca- I had to go back because I did not catch that Justin Roberts said that the match could be won by knockout or submission. He, but he did say it in the introduction. And I think if I would have heard it, I would have thought, thought it's going to oh, be a submission. Be a submission. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think when it happened, it happened more quickly than I thought. And it surprised me. Um, I just remember it surprised me very much that it was a submission. Um, but that's a he had him in a bind, man. That's a point where you submit. Yeah. I, I really liked that match. Um, it wasn't my favorite on the show, but it was probably top three. I think top three probably for me. Yeah, I think so. I think I think I you know, I had to I have the things I have hang ups about, I had hang ups about, but yeah. Um, but, but you understand where you have yeah. hang ups and you know yes. and you you factor that into your reviews here, and All I right. very much appreciate that. Um apparently my hang ups is only in bricks, brick based <laughs> offense. Who knew? So you Who do knew? a brick house match, you're just out. Now a brick to the skull. I'm all about that. That's just gonna get me hyped up. It's gonna wake me up, man. I saw that but too. Brick, brick, to the, brick to the hand, though. Yeah. Oof. Okay, let's see. Where do we go next? Let's go to. You know what? Let's talk. Uh, I want to save the tag team four way. Let's okay. talk about Samoa Joe versus Wardlow. I thought this was not quite vegetable lasagna. Yeah. It was what I. It was what I expected until the end, and I didn't like what they did at the end. It was a basic Samoa Joe Wardlow match. I think we've seen better. And I thought they needed to use this match to bring back Wardlow, to bring yeah. back the monster who was destroying right. literally piles of men, 30, 40 men. And I'm not exaggerating. He was beating up 30 to 40 men. Mm-hmm. I needed him to destroy Samoa Joe, to yes. break him as a human being and what we got was a, a technical submission. Yeah. I didn't think that was the way to go. No, I I agree. I agree. And so we, I think they thought it was cute because he choked he Joe out with his own his choke, move. but whatever. That's no. that doesn't matter. He needed to no one cares. him if that was gonna happen. Yeah, he needed to um He needed, I mean, he needed us, to do the power bomb symphony. He give us a to, cinematic he ending. three times, three, four times. Here's my pitch. You're right. Okay. My pitch is a regular match with a cinematic ending where he power bombs him nine times. And then on the 10th, we see him go through the ring, through the floor, <laughs> through the basement, through multiple levels of earth, molten yeah. lava until he dies in the center of the earth in just the magnetic like a, core. Just a straight up family guy. Yes. Scene. Yes. That's the only you need family guy storytelling to bring back this man from the freezer he is in. Yeah. 
from yeah. the hottest man in wrestling to a deep freeze. Right. I am I have no interest in watching Wardlow. I get bored when he's on the screen after I just six months ago watched him defeat 40 men. Right. Right. Ugh. And this Wednesday he's going against Hobbs, who's on a tear. Yeah. And was incredibly over this week on TV. You, you know, know what that tells down, me? Still. We're gonna cool off Hobbs. We're gonna do everything in our power yeah. to cool off Hobbs. Yeah, that's, that's what's going to happen, and they think that that's going to help Bill Wardlow, but it's not at all. No, not even no. a little bit. Yeah, I got. I just watched eight minutes of Hobbs just intimidating R.J. City with his <laughs> giant penis. That's right, gold ring or whatever. Yeah, which of course they were insinuating was his penis. Yes, I don't know what was going on with that god awful pre show, but again, it was half god awful, half awesome. Yeah, half awesome. If oh my god, okay, let's see. So, neither of us were that enamored with the Joe Wardlow match. No, no, um, let's go to uh, the trios match the elite versus the house of black. We've kind of talked about that. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. It was really fun, it was super fun. It's probably the one I'm most looking forward to watching again, mostly yeah. because I was still a little distracted trying to you know argue with somebody on a chat but i can't imagine watching it under those circumstances yeah i'm um, pretty mad about it yeah you need to rewatch that one that was it was really good but i keep thinking that might have been match of the night for me if there'd been any kind of build any kind of storyline leading up to it yeah or but there was out of it yeah yeah either one either one um yeah, i'm lost. really i'm really curious to see what they do now, because of course they free up the elite to re-enter the tag scene, right as FTR re-enters the tag scene. Mm, um, maybe FTR gets the belts and they immediately go into a a twelve match series. Perhaps that's the only <laughs> thing I can imagine. Yeah. Um, also, is Pack injured? You know, I don't. know. Well, he he had that broken nose, but I don't know if he really took. I'm time wondering. Over. I'm wondering if he's taking time off for that because they talked about their it's him being like, Look, I'll do six matches out. with this broken nose. But after yeah, that, after that is the, I've got to take a stand. I've told my wife, I'm going to take a stand right. and that is six more <laughs> matches. Um, yeah. Let's talk about that one. So the pre-show excellent match, Lucha brothers and Mark Briscoe versus Josh Woods, Tony Nese, Nardavari. And generally I would just bury Woods, Nice, and Davari. But the thing mm. is, Tony Nice is a really good wrestler. Josh Woods is a really good wrestler. And Davari's not a bad wrestler himself. It was a good opening match. I really did enjoy that match. And I really enjoyed Mark Briscoe teaming with the Lucha Brothers. Thought it added some interesting contrast. I love that one set of brothers was friends with the other set of brothers. And one thing I mentioned to you um, off, off air was... Totally devastated what happened to Jay Briscoe, yeah. but it's brought me a little bit of new appreciation for Mark. Yeah, and that previously that. I always thought of Mark Br Jay Briscoe is like a ten out of ten wrestler. The man's a phenomenal wrestler, and Mark Briscoe was more comedy. And I never, and I always thought of him as the lesser half of the Briscoes. But now that he's on his own, I, I, I'm really, I'm liking what he brings to the match. I'm liking his kung fu, his karate. I'm loving his ridiculous screams, and I'm loving his grinning into the camera when he's got a man in the corner. Yeah, I really liked all those things, and um, I'm really excited to see where he goes from here and that I'm, I'm appreciating him more now than I did in the Briscoe brothers. And I never 
ever ex- yeah. thought I'd, I'd say that. You had mentioned before, I think, I don't think we didn't mention on this show, but uh, the promo that he did yes, uh, last week. Yes. He's like, basically, he, he was taking a nap and he wakes up. He wakes up out of a dream and he realizes, he's like, I realized I was in an arena and the crowd was going wild. And then I opened the curtain and I looked out and there's a tag team battle royale happening. And I looked around. I thought, where's Jay? He must be out there. I've got to get out there and help him whip some ass. So I charged out and I looked for him and he's not there. And then I realized Jay's not here. He's upstairs. He's upstairs with the Lord. And, um, and then I saw that, that was it that asshole, that prick. I saw that prick Mark Sterling. And then I saw that prick Mark Sterling. That's a great promo, man. And then he's talking about me or Monos and the Lucha Brothers come out. And I loved, I always love when the Lucha Brothers come out there. I don't know. And yeah. I, I loved, immediately loved that trio. So I was really looking, yeah. I was looking forward to that match more than I was the House of Black versus the Elite, which I've been wanting for six damn months because of that one <laughs> promo. That one promo. That one promo. <laughs> I love that promo so much. And those were two, that and, uh, and John Moxley were two really great promos yeah. leading into a pay per view, even though nobody bought the pay per view for Mark Briscoe. Maybe a few no. people did. No. But uh, it was really great. Yep. Okay. So let's see. What is next? Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks with the JAS banned from ringside, which didn't stop them from coming didn't stop to ringside and which they at pretty all. much said from the moment they said it, like when Justin Roberts said they were announced, like the announce, like Tony Schiavone was like, well, well, we know they're going to come out. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But they did. There's you know, so many. No one made it to the ring, so that's good. No, no one made it to the ring. They, Sammy tried. Sammy tried. Um, what did you think of the match overall? Did you like it better than the TV matches? No, the TV matches. No. The TV match was better, but I think this was an opening match, and it filled its role as an opening match. Yeah, that's the thing is is we have to think about it in terms of pay per view yeah. layout, and yeah. there's only so much you can do. You can't have a seven star match in the opening because they're to start reminds, the pay-per-view with everyone singing judas it reminds me of a story ricky starks it reminds me of a recent story um told about the stand-up comedian joey diaz about how joey diaz was a decent comedian early on but at some point everything meshed mm-hmm. and he became an absolute killer and at one show he killed so hard the opening act left the opening act left the arena he wow. left the club and went and got on a plane. He's like, I'm not following that. And that's what you yeah. don't want to do in a wrestling match. You just want to get people yeah. a little hyped up. Again, right. you're singing Judas and yeah. looking forward they to what's to come. sing Judas and Ricky Starks won, and that's really all that needed to happen. That's all you might need to happen. Uh, Jericho's uh, jacket was awesome. Black and red with the spikes. I did not Ricky Starks' jacket. outfit was... Um, I did see Ricky's outfit. Was not. You know what? <laughs> I'll tell you what I thought about that outfit. It was Shawn Michael Riffick, and I kept thinking all that would happen to me if I was wearing that is like it would keep like rubbing my nipples raw as I walked, and that'd be a nightmare. That'd be a nightmare. You know what I'm saying? When you, yeah, yeah, it would just chafe your nipples. That's a nipple nipple chafer right there. Yeah. So I hope he doesn't come back out with that. But I like the idea. I like he's doing. It was kind of a Shawn Michaels thing. Yeah. Um, I think you may have missed this. 
but Tony Tony Schiavone mm-hmm. on the pre-show in um trying to sell the Jungleman Jack Perry match got Jungleman Jack Perry's name wrong, but eventually I liked it. He said tonight Christian Cage versus Jungle Jack Perry, and I was like, oh man, you have that up. And I thought Jungle Jack Perry is not a bad next step for that name. Yeah, because I don't think they're actually going to go to Jungleman or the Jungleman. No. Jungleman. Jungle Jack Perry isn't bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. They so, still still got to change that music. They've got to at some point. I was, I was not. I guess what uh, I guess is the next match anyway. But uh, I just I hate the fact they did a coffin match. That's just so like I, I hated see that stuff. We had on Dynamite this week. Let me find my notes on that. I made a I made a very specific note. It involves that. Let's see. Here we go. First of all, we had Adam Page say we have a Texas death match. Yeah. Which means there's only two ways to leave alive or dead. <laughs> then which I guess technically is true. Yes, and then we go to a Jungle Boy vignette digging a grave with the shittiest tombstone $8 can buy you. Yes, right. And then they come out with a real coffin. Why couldn't they have bought a real tombstone and had it actually engraved with Christian Cage's name? Why did it have to be a cardboard tombstone? Yeah. But also, a lot of death, a lot of people dying this week in AEW or potentially dying. One Mm -hmm. man's going to leave alive. One's going to leave dead. Jungle Boy is going to bury Christian Cage. Also, (laughs) like, okay, all right. We've got on the stage, far from the ring, very far from the ring, which means you can't actually have a match in the ring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have the coffin, right? Which is embedded in the stage, of course, where the stage has been dug up, revealing all the dirt the stage is made of, right? All around the casket. Right. I don't know what to think about that. You know, are they, was this in the cow palace? I don't believe so. You could have sold me no, on it. it. Not. The cow palace, maybe that's just manure. Maybe that's yeah. manure. But no, yeah. this wasn't the cow palace. So, no, I don't know. Yeah. This is where what Steph was Curry there. plays. Yeah. It was done. Ah. And who knew and, that was and, made of just mud? And it's just, you know, they, they did a few. This is. They've done such a good job of convincing us that these two just hate each other. Just hate. Like, this is probably one of the most hated feuds as far as people just despising. And I like that. Yeah, Yeah. I do like that. But the solution to that is these people hate each other so much that the only way to settle this is by shutting a door on them. Yeah. like That's the only way to finish it. That's the only way. That's the only way. That's the only way that Jungle Boy is going to get satisfaction is if I can put him in a little box and close the door on him. Yeah, and I hope that's what he says. Like, look, yeah. not after yeah. all the things you said about me, my dead right. father, my mother, right. my sister, I put right. you in a small enclosed area, and I closed right. the door, so boom, in your face. Hangman Page thought that he what? had to, like, murder John Moxley and literally, like, yeah. choke him within an inch of his life to get him to quit. But really, And he, he said, I, I, am, I, am a, the I hate violence. Yeah, right. Hangman Page hates he, violence, yeah. and See, he had he to commit just, murder. They should have just—he should have just said, "Let's let's do a you know a little coffin match or like an ambulance match or something." Or a, 
Here's like a yeah. cowboy stall. Like I do a cowboy shit match where I put you in the, where I put you in the <laughs> barn and, and shovel manure in the on shit. you. And then that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then that'll, that'll prove that I'm the better man. All I want out That's of GCW now is a cowboy shit match. That's all I want. <laughs> oh, I'm going to, I'm going to break real quick. I'm going to take a quick detour here and break down all my notes from dynamite this week. Okay. Texas death match. Only two ways to leave alive or dead. Jungle Boy vignette, digging grave with the shittiest tombstone of all time. Also, lights went out again, just like earlier with House of Black. I don't yeah. remember what that was, but they're, they're turning the lights out way too often yeah. on AEW. They turn the lights out for Satnam Singh. They're turning the lights off for everything. They turn the lights off on this show. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Um, then I have Soraya is a terrible fake brawler. Literally horrible. Because they had a fake brawl in the ring. Yes. Ruby looked great. Yep. Everybody like Jamie looked great. Soraya, awful. Preston Vance. Never trade anything for pinstripe circus tights. <laughs> they made this man give up his name Good and his mask, and all they gave him was shitty circus tights that were pinstriped. Yeah. No one looks no one looks intimidating as in pinstripe circus tights. No. And then I have um and this was in the uh, Battle Royal, one of the numerous Battle Royals we had this week. I think there were four. Wheeler Yuta was hitting Orange Cassidy so light, Orange didn't even feel him to react to the punches. And it's a frequent complaint I have in Battle Royals that everybody thinks the camera's not on them, so they don't have to make it look good. And literally, Wheeler Yuta... Orange was on his knees, and he was facing, I believe, um, Claudio. And Wheeler is hitting him in the back, and the punches aren't touching him. So Orange Cassidy doesn't realize he should be reacting to them until he turns around and then realizes he's being attacked and then reacts, and that looked terrible. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was AEW Dynamite (laughs) for this week. Okay, who do we go? Where do we go next? Um, uh, all right, this leaves, this leaves, I believe we have the women's, the women's match, match and the, and the four-way, match. which, where do you want to go first? To the women's match. Let's do it. I missed a lot of it, but I rewatched a little bit of it, yeah. uh, right after the show, just to catch up. Yeah. Um, I was, I, it, what I saw, I liked, it seemed to go fast and it seemed it like was everyone a good match. was working hard. Yeah, it was a good match. Um, You're right in your notes and that Jamie Jamie looked like a star. And I don't think people are going to buy the Ruby turn. I don't know. Everyone likes Ruby. Everybody wants to like Ruby. And the thing is, it was so ridiculous because she attacks the outsiders and and, and like curses them in a really entertaining way. Right. And then just attacks the originals and then is with the outsiders all of a sudden. I'm like, okay, she she attacked everybody, but she's an outsider now because she's from WWE. And that's a shame. I was liking I was liking the torn Ruby. And I guess she had to go yeah. somewhere at some point. I thought this was a little early for it to happen because yeah, you I still like, didn't know where right. her loyalties lie. I liked her being kind of stone cold Ruby Soho, you know. And yeah. yeah, I just and yeah. any and F everybody. I, when I watched it the second time, I think it did play as if like she wasn't necessarily 
like, you know, she didn't really walk off like hugging the other two girls or anything, you know, it wasn't like she was suddenly, yeah, you know, in cahoots the whole time or whatever, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like Ruby's just number one. She's really likable in that Eddie Kingston kind of way. And her, yeah. her song is such a baby face song. It's going to be hard. Yeah. And that's the thing. And you yeah. can't take the song away. It's literally her name. Right. It's really, literally her name. But everyone's always going to sing it. Everyone's yeah. always going to sing it. Maybe it's, you know, right. clearly yeah. everybody loves singing um, Jericho's theme song. Everybody loves that's singing true. Judas. But yeah, uh, that's true. I'll be honest. But at the same time, I like Ruby Soho's like, theme know, song better. Yeah. She had, you know, she had a little swagger to her when she was leaving the ring. And like, she kind of, you know, I thought, okay, I bet for a bet. I bet she'll surprise us a little bit. I just don't. She's good enough to pull it off. And that for a while now, I thought, wow, Ruby Soho. Yeah. Ruby Soho, I thought for a while, wasn't looking good in the ring. I thought she's Mm -hmm. not as good a wrestler as she was. Mm -hmm. In this match, she was good. Like she was much better than she's been for a while. She went all out in this, and I really appreciated that. Um, it was interesting that I believe every did everybody retain other than Samoa Joe. Everybody uh, retained other the, than Samoa the Joe. Elite, the elite lost. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was the only kind of a surprise. I, I well, not a surprise. I think we kind of thought this might happen. But one of my favorite matches of the night was the tag team four way: the Guns versus the Acclaim versus Jarrett Lethal versus Dan Housen Orange Cassidy. I really liked that match. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. I missed the very, very, very beginning of it for some reason. I don't remember what it was. Uh, and uh, so I missed uh, I missed Orange Cassie squaring off with Jarrett. I need to I need to see that because that's something I was really looking forward to. But I like okay. you know it was what I thought it was going to be. Like all the spots mm-hmm. you thought, like Sotnam had a thing. Yeah. Now, this both this and the the women's match had that awful trope of well it's not a one-on-one singles match so therefore it's no dq oh they literally said in the women's match yeah. well because this is a three-way there's yeah. it's no dq right and, and i got brit so just, angry brit just brit just slaps uh Soraya, i think yeah and it's just okay well it's because of that and then the same oh. with with uh Sotnam coming in there should have been more bricks welcome. Yeah. yeah, there right. should have been more bricks. Right. Like that, there's nothing in AEW that drives me more crazy. And there's a lot of things in AEW that drive me crazy because I want it yeah. to be the best wrestling in the world. Right. And that's the worst. But that's the thing, man. That kills me. Yeah. Oh, you can do absolutely anything you want with as long as there's any stipulation whatsoever. Right. Oh, my God. Um. So dumb. Yes, I liked incredibly the, uh, dumb. I liked the uh, guns and Jarrett and Lethal doing uh, the four-way scissor mocking yeah. spot, doing yep. the Jarrett walk and then the scissoring. That was fun. That was fantastic. Uh, in my notes, I put that this match was very sports entertaining. You know, in the best way, I think. Um, yeah. My preference, this is why I liked FTR coming back, because mm-hmm. my preference is, like, tag team wrestling is my favorite kind of wrestling. I love yes, wrestling. Yes, 100%. And... I don't like my tag team title matches being four-way sports entertainment matches. No. Even though it was good. It was fun. 
Yes, but it was a fun match, I, but I would have much rather one on one. The mecca of tag team wrestling, yeah. And you know, it feels like any. It feels like they're intentionally trying not to be. And what I mean by that is, when the Young Bucks are champions, all of a sudden FTR's not there, right? And then they have these long periods of time where there's only like three tag teams in the entire division right. when they've got so many phenomenal tag teams. So and, many then, teams. and then when you have these tag teams back, like the butcher and the blade, they're basically jobbers yeah. and they shouldn't be jobbers. Those men should be, should be beasts, but they're just jobbers and they have potentially, they have on paper the greatest tag team division ever. Yeah. But operationally, it's not better than WCW back in the day when you had both uh, like the world tag, the world tag title division and the U.S. tag title division mm-hmm. both going at the same time. And you had the Doom and the Steiner brothers in one division and you had the Freebirds and um, Bobby Eaton and Arn Anderson in the other division. And you always had the Horsemen and Occasionally, you'd have the Rock and Roll Express and the Road Warriors. There's more great tag teams now, yep. but you don't see them. They're not, never in the same division. They're always off somewhere else doing something else, and that's a damn shame. Yep. And it's almost like they're intentionally trying to weaken the division, and it's just one of those things that Tony Khan does over and over, and I will never understand why. Never. I, th- I think he's trying. I think he's trying. I think in his head, he's trying to be more well-rounded. That not everything Maybe. is like a work rate thing, and the acclaimed yeah. are you know the acclaimed are not over for the wrestling. They're on, they're over for no. the personality and everything, but really, it's been like a year, yeah. That they um, that they uh, have not had the best tag teams in the division be the champs. Yeah, and I'll say this: I was upset when they took the tag titles off of the acclaimed because they were one of the only acts in AEW that was hot. Yeah, and they survived it. They're still yeah. hot, and the amount of heat the ass boys are getting is phenomenal. Yeah. And I don't quite think it's X Pac heat. I think people genuinely don't like them, but I think people are still tuning in to see them it lose. Could go either way, yeah, it could go either way. Yeah, yeah. But they, so we'll they, the, we, we need a very short time limit on how long they hold those belts. Yeah. It's already getting a little long with the list of people they they threw out that they've beaten. Um, also I'm enjoying, I want to talk, so we've hit every match. Yeah. I want to talk about the title belt situation okay. in a positive light. And I think we have now fallen into a fairly, a very WCW routine of the world title. I think the TNT title is clearly the U S title and the all Atlantic title is now the television title. Orange Cassidy is defending this, it seems like, every week. First match on the show, and they're good. I liked his fight with Big Bill. I like that match a lot. I like now that the Orange Punch can beat anybody, even if it takes a couple times. Yeah, We saw that with Big Bill. We saw that with Satnam Singh. Mm-hmm. It takes a couple, but you like it is powerful enough to finish anybody. And um, to me, he's a, he's a great TV champion. How do you do? You, do you have similar feelings on that? Yeah, I think I'm ready for someone else, but I think it's uh, I think he's been doing great. But I but I but I'm ready to see some other thing in that 
Um, I got you ready for, ready for a move. You're ready for a change. Yeah, I think like I feel like if he, I don't know who is going to come in there that makes me feel like oh I'm really excited to see this Orange Cassidy program. You know, I'm sorry I was briefly distracted. My dishwasher came on when I've been doing this podcast for the last let me see uh, hour and eighteen minutes, and I don't think Puppet Up has the height to reach the buttons. That was mildly disturbing. So I've now turned off the dishwasher. dishwasher ghost. My God, they're just following me from, from travel channel. No matter where I go, I can't escape them. Um, let's see what else to talk about this week. Um, anything else going on? I guess, you know, we, we had the conversation with Paul and, and mm-hmm. you discussed like we kind of Jeff Hawkins was saying this was an important pay-per-view because they need to set up the future. And I think they've largely set up the future, but MJF threw out and buried a thousand names, a thousand wrestlers. I think the one that's the real one is Adam Cole. I think Adam Cole is going to be the guy who really feuds with MJF. Mm -hmm. And I think those matches are going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, also, I think something that nobody's talking about right now that people should be talking about what is did you see did you see the video they provided when they were pimping AEW All Access? Yes. They very heavily insinuated that we are going to get behind the scenes conversations <laughs> with the elite yes. about the punk situation, about yeah. brawl out. Yeah, and in, in doing that, they may have doubled their ratings. Yeah, but I don't think we're really getting that. Of course, we're not really getting that. Of no. course not. But they're no. going to tease it, and people yeah. are going to tune in. They're going to be really like, "Oh, this is one of the tough times. You know, something happened. We can't really, you know." Yeah, but man, they really teased tough. it. So yeah. I'm going to record it they just sure in did. case. Just in yeah. case, I'm going to watch this it. show. I, I'm actually into it because I feel like this could be roads to the top. But just with uh, Adam Cole and Britt Baker instead of Codes and Rand- and uh, Brandy, let's just and, say this. And I'm good Sub- with that. You subtract Brandy from anything, and you add you add Britt and Adam Cole. That's right. a huge improvement, massive improvement. Not not Cody, but but by removing Brandy, yeah, you're doing big things there. Big things. Yeah, hopefully. I'm not sure I want to see. Effect. Not sure I want to see Sammy and Ty. As much as we're no. going to see Sammy and Ty, but uh, you know, you take the good with the bad. But hopefully, we get to see Eddie Kingston getting bleeped a lot. So, oh my God! Even though he's quit AEW, yeah, sitting ROH all access people. Yep. Um. So ROH is happening right now. I believe we've do we have the first episode yet on the air? First, or did we just have it aired. taped? It has. I've not watched it yet. I'm gonna. I did watch it yesterday. Okay, I'll I'll get that done so we can talk about it in episode two next week, you know, briefly. Um, but overall, a good pay per view. We've got some clear movement forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we've set up. Thing is, also an MJF's thing. If you like, g- give us a Darby Out match. Give us a Jungle Boy match. Those will be yeah, great, you know, they, and he'll they win. Set up a whole year's worth of opponents tonight. I yeah, mean, you know, look, we got Hangman one big, mm-hmm. Jungle Boy one big, Adam Page. Uh, Adam, yeah, uh, Adam Cole coming back. Adam that's Cole, like, yeah, that's three top people you could do in pay per view main events right off the bat. And Darby at yeah. any time could be heated up. Absolutely. Um, so you've got 
you know, you, you've got a year's worth of challengers right there when it comes to pay-per-view. Yeah, you really do. You really do. Um, and I do hope Adam Cole becomes the, the super baby face star along with Brit. I would love to see that. I think that of course would be well timed to happen. Uh, at the same time as we're learn we're hearing about the behind the scenes stuff with his injuries and Brit's injuries on all access. So I think that's gonna those are gonna be timed together as yeah. we see that yeah. happen. Yeah. Um and then we're gonna see Wardlow continue to cool off everybody in the division that's getting hot. Um so they're doing a great job with that. And uh I wonder when a when 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 Orange Cassidy loses the All Atlantic title, does he also lose the sweet Jansport bag that we all had? <laughs> we all had the black and brown Jansport. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. had that, and it was stuffed with nothing but crumpled up pieces of paper, which I think actually made my teachers weep when they asked for homework, right. and they watched me for nine minutes slowly yeah. pull out balls of paper and yeah. uncrumple them to see yeah. if that was indeed the homework but you that did. I didn't do. Oh, oh I yeah. Oh, I didn't do it at all. I was one of those I was kids pretty, who was like, I would do the homework, but then I just forget to turn it in. Some sometimes no, I I was like that for a, a long while, a hundred percent. Sometimes that ball of paper would be the homework. Sometimes God knows where it went. God only knows. So, anything else to say about AEW this week before we head out? You're still taking no, notes. Not really? Oh, just the I'm starting to write the description. Uh, oh. So. No, just uh, I feel really good. You know, I feel like there's this pattern that we're always in and we need to remember it is like a week before the show. I'm like, you know, I'm really not that excited about it. And then by the time we do the show after the show, we're like, that show was amazing. And imagine, imagine a world where Tony Khan had people excited for the matches more than a week before. Imagine the buys, man. Imagine. Imagine the buys. Fewer like one in eight people that watch the watch the shows by the pay-per-views. Yeah. Imagine if that were two out of eight. Imagine. <laughs> right. Right. Oh my God. All right. Well, from me, from Kevin Neely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great well, you know what? Hold on. There's one more thing I've got to say here. Oh, okay. Let me pull up my notes. Um, let me see. You know what? I was wrong. From me, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great week, everybody. And I'd say thank you for tuning in, but I'd be an insincere piece of shit. Peace.